As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Single Father Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Doniker. This podcast is dedicated for anyone out there who's dealing with mental health and fatherhood. You'll hear about my struggles, my defeats, my victories, my highs, my lows, my triumphs, my tribulations, and everything in between. I like to call this a collection of journal entries into my struggle in adapting to single fatherhood. Without further ado, let's take a look inside my journal, The Single Father Podcast. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and otherwise, it is your host, Kendall Doniker. I want to thank you guys for being a part of today's episode and joining me for another venting session where I give you a look inside of my life as I talk about relationships, parenting, mental health support, and all of the above when it comes to my life and an inside look inside my journal. So thank you guys for joining me today. I want to start out by apologizing because last week I didn't release an episode. And the reason for that is I simply just could not find the time. And I want to also clarify that that will never happen again. I um, found a way where I will absolutely make sure that every single episode is weekly on Wednesdays as scheduled, making sure that you guys can experience that consistency from me um, from now on. But last week, I honestly just could not find the time. I was very busy and was going through a lot of different things that I found were a little bit challenging for me at the time. And Wednesday came and I was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, I'll release one by Thursday. And I'll said I'll release one by Friday and you know Friday came and I just could not do it and I'd kind of just said well forget about it I'll kind of just make this week as like a little vacation week I don't know if podcasters take vacations but that was my vacation <laughs> and uh from now on it will be very consistent a few things I wanted to add here is I released the single father shop so now if you go to our Instagram uh the single father podcast 
and on our Facebook, you'll find the Single Father Shop, where we introduced a lot of uh, different products there, some hats, some mugs. Um, so get that Single Father merch. Uh, they're all very clever and interesting. And um, I, I spent a lot of time on it, and uh, I'm really excited about it, too. You can also visit inventpack.org and uh, look for show notes and also see the shop there as well. Um, I'm, I'm really happy and proud um, that we're able to release that to you guys. So go ahead and check it out. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. So just get one, support the show, tag me. I'll repost you on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, um, so those are a few new developments that um, I, I wanted to just get some housekeeping out of the way, tell you about the shop, um, you know, tell you that episodes will always remain consistent and um, and really kind of just give you guys a little update about my life and um I feel like what's been going on and it seems like every time I release an episode, there is something going on, but it's kind of true to form to the nature of the show. It's me venting. This is kind of like my own personal online journal where I get to tell you guys a little bit about my life. And, you know, last week, last week was a little difficult for me. Um, just because I had, I mean, for two reasons. One, um, you know, I, I just received a message from someone I wasn't too happy about. And sometimes, and it's a, it's a really big flaw of mine, but sometimes when I receive somewhat of bad news or something like that, it tends to affect my whole day. And I need to work on that and um, put my mind in a position where I can let go of those things in a more healthy way. Um, but it did affect me pretty negatively. Um, and the other thing was, I think I kind of dispelled that negative energy out there. And I was, I can't really talk about it, but I was put in a position where I was extremely uncomfortable. Um, I was put in a position um, one night where I felt just kind of physically sick about how uncomfortable I was put in. Um, and I've never been in a position like that in my life. And yeah, it, it was, it was really uncomfortable for me. And I, and I kind of just felt down about how my week was going and it just felt really negative. And I, and I wanted to search on how I can get this out of my, my aura, my life, my vibe, my energy. I wanted to kind of correct myself a little bit because I'm like, this isn't me. This isn't like this. I think I've gone so far negatively that I need, I need a healer to kind of step in and help me. So I went and saw a, a healer and there was this guy who, um, you know, focuses on, on healing people and creating a more of a chi in their life and helping them find balance within their personal life as well. And, um, I was telling him, I'm like, look, I've, I, I've been trying a lot of different things. I've been meditating. I've been, I've got these crystals that I've been wearing, these stones and crystals that I've been wearing across my neck. And he said, take a, he said, let me take a look at those. And he's like, well, these are the crystals you need to have, but have you been showing gratitude towards them? Have you been talking to them? And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to talk to a fucking rock. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, but hear me. Have you been showing gratitude 
to the universe? Have you been thanking the stones for grounding you, for helping you find balance, for pointing you in the right direction? And I said, well, there's nothing to really thank as of right now. My head is really negative. And he's like, well, that's the problem. The, The stones will guide you, but you are the one that has to walk. They'll show you the path, but you have to walk it. And it reminded me of something that I went through when I was younger. When I was younger, I, um, I felt that I really wanted to, once again, kind of change my aura and change my ways and myself as a person. But not, not just the chi around me. I wanted to change myself as a person. So I decided to get baptized and allow myself to really become a better person. So I got baptized and the next day I woke up and I think I spoke about this in my earlier podcast, but the next day I woke up, I feel like nothing's changed. And I felt kind of the same shitty person that I felt like I've, I've, I've been feeling for the past couple of years. So I went to my pastor and I said, listen, I got baptized. And I don't feel like anything really feels tremendously different. I thought I would wake up the next day and experience the Holy Spirit, that I'd be walking on water like Jesus. And I don't feel like that. I feel the same. And he told me, well, the path to becoming a better person is not a light switch. It's a journey. And he said one of the very same things that this healer told me. He said, the journey has to be walked by you and God will show you the way. You have to walk the path and God will show you the doors that need to be taken. But It is your complete choice to either walk towards them or walk away from them or not walk at all. You have to put one step in front of the other every day. That's the trick to it all. You have to work at it every day. And I said, wow, I thought being baptized, you just kind of just take an elevator ride to where you need to be. And he's like, no, 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 no. You need to. You need to put one step in front of the other and walk that path every single day. And it was funny thinking about that memory when the healer told me what he did, because I I remembered that and I said, wow, I, I forgot about that. I forgot that I also need to put in the work and the rest will follow. And I wasn't doing that. I wasn't putting myself in a position where I was putting one step in front of the other. I was kind of just taking this elevator ride to nowhere. You know, I wasn't moving. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I discovered pretty early and pretty quickly that that was the problem. And I also noticed that a part of the problem was there was roadblocks on the way, on the paths that I was taking. 
each path that I decided to take, there was roadblocks there. Now in my mind, if you picture this path that you're walking, I'm walking across on a path closer to God, closer to inner peace, closer to balance in my life, right? And in the way are these roadblocks. What you're supposed to do is move the roadblocks out of the way, but sometimes they're a little bit heavier than usual, you know? And sometimes these blocks, these roadblocks in your way, sometimes it's almost impossible to move them at all. And I think how easy or how hard these blocks are to move is completely dependent on your mindset and how you visualize these blocks to be in front of you. And I think part of the roadblocks that I've been experiencing lately has been because I've been holding on to so much regret, anger, things that I wish were different in my life. I've been angry, you know? If you listen to my earlier podcast, I talk about a lot of my regret, but I think regret can easily turn into anger. And I think I've been angry. I've been angry uh, that I've been even put in these positions. I've been angry that things haven't gone my way. I've been angry about people who have hurt me. You know? I heard someone say that we do not have to love our enemies, but we do not have to be obsessed about the harm that was done to us our entire lives. And I found that pretty profound because I think for a long time I've been obsessed about the pain and the anger that was done onto me, about the harm that was caused onto me. Whether it's I blame my parents or a significant other or hypothetically my child's mother, you know, there's a lot of things out there that I feel like I've just been hurt and wronged over. And it's just made me angry. And unlike what you think, this anger did not make me stronger. It made me weaker. It made my arms weaker. It made my strength weaker, where I wasn't able to move these roadblocks in front of me and I'd just been at a standstill, not going back, not going forward, just standing in one place. You know, I, I heard a very great definition of depression, and it was drowning while watching everyone around you breathing. And I think that's been my problem for a long time. I've been so focused on watching other people breathe around me that I forgot what it's like to breathe on my own. Does that make sense? You know, I'm so focused on that person or this person or, or, or what I see in front of me, but I, I, I haven't been focused on myself. And it, I felt like it was time for me to gather this energy that I've been feeling and find out what's important to me. You know, when you're 
hungry, it's food that's important. When you're lonely, it's company. And I think when you're angry, if we dig deep on what we're searching in the anger, it's to find forgiveness. I mean, really think about it. You may be confused by that, but when we're angry, I think we search to find that forgiveness before anything else. How can I forgive this person? How can I forgive them before such and such and such, right? I want to forgive them. Can I? Am I able to forgive? I think everyone has that thought before the other shoe drops, right? And because we're not able to forgive is when we start doing the things that hold us back, that create roadblocks in our way. I'm not able to forgive you, so I'm going to create a roadblock for myself and to you. I'm not going to move forward. I'm just going to stand right here in my anger. And I'm ashamed because it just feels like that's what I've been doing all this time, is just sitting here in my anger instead of focusing on what's ahead. And that really pisses me off when I think about it because this whole time, you know, I preach finding balance. And I don't think I realized it until I felt like I wanted to explode that I have been so unbalanced this entire time. I had no one really to talk to. I had, or I felt like I had no support. And I think a strong reason subliminally why I started this podcast and why I want to do so much is because I want to offer people the support that I felt that I've been lacking a lot of my life. And I want to thank one of my friends recently, and he listens to the podcast, you know who you are. Um, I was having dinner with one of my friends and I was telling him about a situation with my child's mother and her boyfriend. And uh, I spoke about, you know, uh, hypothetically how I felt he was this or that because he refused to, you know, grab a beer with me or meet with me for coffee and for me to know more about him. Because I felt like that's what you do when you're a father co-parenting is, I mean, everything I've seen from movies, right? You, you get to know the person who's around your daughter. And then my friend told me, he's like, well, what would it really matter? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, what would it really matter whether you met up with him or not? What would it do for you other just other than just confirm that you don't like him? There's nothing you could do about it. Even if you did like him, even if you didn't, what could you really do? Nothing. So what does it really matter? And I kid you not, I've never thought about that before. Never. I, <laughs> I kid you not. I have never once thought about what does it really matter? whether I like this guy or not. There's nothing I can do. And it reminded me of the tattoo that I have on my own arm, but haven't looked at lately, is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things that I can, and the wisdom 
to know the difference. What does it really matter, right? I can only change the things that I can change. And I need to stop worrying about the things that I can't. And I think that goes back to the, the latest podcast I've been doing and, and kind of how I've been feeling lately is letting go and creating a little gratitude and forgiveness in my life. You know, it's actually funny because um, this guy, when I was in high school, this guy, I swear to God, he wanted to kill me. And this girl came up to me one day when I was in high school and just started flirting with me. And I flirted with her back. Little did I know, it was this, uh, it was the ex-girlfriend of this Italian guy who was pretty connected um, within some of like the, 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 I don't know how to describe it, the, the thug crowd, crowd in high school. And um, he found out that I was talking to her and I, I swear to God, he wanted to kill me. And it was part of the reason why I wanted to leave Vegas and go to Reno to college is because I felt like there was just so much going on in Vegas. And with my parents' divorce and my ex-girlfriend and now this guy wants to kill me, I was like, you know what, there's no better sign for me to just leave. And so I did. But I kind of held a grudge against this guy for a very long time. Not only just because I didn't purposely do it to antagonize him, but just because of circumstances that, to be honest, I can't even really remember at this point. But I just remember the guy was so angry and wanted to kill me. And I, I, I just, I hated that guy afterwards, you know? So about three days ago, I'm walking with my daughter at the mall and I walk past this guy and he looks so familiar. And I was just so compelled to turn around and I said, excuse me, is your name? He's like, oh, hey, what's up, Kendall? He stands up, shakes my hand. And I'm like, well, dude, last time I saw you, you were, and I said this to him, I said, last time I saw you, you were trying to kill me. He's like, yeah, we sure were going at each other's heads back then, huh? And he just laughed and his dad um, came around the corner and um, I, I met his dad and he said, he asked about my daughter and he's told me he had kid, had a kid, I think. And um, we just talked for a minute. And I'm sitting there dumbfounded because the last time I saw this guy, he wanted to kill me. And now he's greeting me with kindness and love, introducing me to his father. And I just couldn't believe it. And I'm like, this guy has really moved forward in grace, you know? And I just thought to myself, wow, I was holding a roadblock in my heart for so long over something that didn't even really matter to anyone but myself. And at that point, I just decided to move on too. I forgive and I forgave him right then and there. And 
I shook his hand and I shook his father's hand and I told my daughter to say hello and bye and I went on my way. And it was just a funny thing because for so long, I had this image in my head of this guy, you know? And the moment he got up and smiled and shook my hand, I was, it's like, it's like you're holding a grudge against a ghost, if that makes sense. And you feel like, I wonder how long I spent angry at this situation that was long forgotten. I kept the situation alive by my anger. You know? And we can do that. The sky will never shine if you hold on to the dark clouds around you. I'm thankful for the things that are around me in the situation that I find myself in with my beautiful daughter and blah, blah, blah. And I forgive the aspects of my life that are not so great. Whether I'm speaking hypothetically about my child's mother or not, or whether I'm speaking about people that I felt betrayed by, or whether I feel I'm speaking about myself even. I'm able to forgive. And each time I'm able to forgive, the roadblocks in front of me become easier to move. So instead of dwelling and being obsessed with the harm, again, that was done to us, we can move ahead. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mercy is the only way out. It's a song by Andrew Day. And one of the lyrics in her song, I feel like is a little profound. The lyric goes, I can't hear love because we're at war and revenge is so loud and the drums are so proud. I'm in a cage and I hear mercy say, I'm here now. 
And I thought that was so beautiful. And what she's representing in this song is the pain that she felt from other people, you know, from her enemies or the person who did wrong to her. She said, if you could look inside my eyes, would you pity me? Would you see the desperate nights and all the lies that brought me to my knees? I keep thinking that I have to make you fall the way I fell from your betrayal to bring me peace of mind. You know, she keeps thinking that she has to fight and stand still in her anger to not move forward. She can't move forward. She's too proud. She can't hear love because the drums of pride and war are too loud. But as she feels trapped in this cage, as she feels just, you know, engulfed in this anger, she hears mercy come and say, I'm here now. And I thought, oof, wow, what a profound sentence, a representation of forgiveness and letting go and showing gratitude for discovering mercy, for discovering a different path. And I wanted to read you guys a, a lovely poem that I've, uh, I've held with me for a very long time. It's by uh, William Blake, and it's called A Poison Tree. And the poem goes, I was angry with my friend. I told my wrath, my wrath did end. I was angry with my foe. I told it not, my wrath did grow. And I watered it in fears, night and morning with my tears. And I sunned it with smiles and with deceitful wiles. And it grew both day and night till it bore an apple bright. And my foe beheld it shine, and he knew that it was mine. And into my garden stole, when the night had veiled the pole. In the morning, glad I see, my foe outstretched beneath the tree. The meaning of that poem is representing anger and the consequences of doing so and how you fail to communicate your wrath until it grows into a poisonous hatred. But not just poisonous for the other person, poisonous for yourself. You can be poisoned by your hatred thoughts, unable to see the truth, unable to move forward, unable to find balance or love or forgiveness, unable to see yourself. So going back to this healer, I sat there with him. I sat there closing my eyes, giving gratitude to the universe 
the stones around my neck to God above me, to the life that I have, to the family I hold, to the man that I am, to the man that I want to be. I gave gratitude for the things that I love. And I gave gratitude for the pain that made me stronger. I started to forgive. I let the bad thoughts that I experienced and that I obsessed over come and go out of my mind just as quickly as the wind. I sat there and I felt grace. I felt mercy. I felt merciful for myself as I forgave myself for being trapped for so long in this cage of anger. I felt merciful for my enemies, for being locked in a cage of their own. And as I started to forgive the bad thoughts that were in my mind for the memories that haunted me, I started thinking about them less and less. The tightness in my chest started to waver. The heaviness on my shoulders started to feel lighter. And as I sat there and forgave, forgave these harmful feelings that were in my heart, I felt lighter on my feet. I felt a looseness in my face. I felt relaxed in my throat. I felt an easiness to my words. And finally, I felt peace in my mind. And so every time that those thoughts, memories, or feelings would come to me, I embraced them, I allowed them in, and then I allowed them to leave. And they waved over me, like a subtle wave in the sea and the ocean. They came and went. And I found peace. I found balance. I found myself once more. And as I opened my eyes, the healer reminded me that this is not a one and done thing. This is a putting your foot in front of the other every day and moving towards the path that the universe has set out for you. Those thoughts, those feelings, those memories, there will, they will be roadblocks in your way. But if you do what you just did today, they will be always so easy to move out of your way.
And eventually you can brush them aside if just a slide of your hand or your finger. They won't bother you. They won't stop you from moving. They won't alter your path. And I felt like that was so healing. Hence, the healer. And as I sit with you guys today and vent to you about my experiences, I feel relief. I feel gratitude. I feel mercy in my heart. Because I know, I know now that I have it within me to keep moving forward. Sometimes anger can be so small and turn into something so overwhelming. I felt like I was trapped. And I feel so grateful that I was able to dispel that negativity away from myself and my home and my life and cleanse myself of that hatred, that anger, that regret. And it brought me a lot of clarity. It made me feel more like myself. And I feel like it brought me more towards balance in my life. I feel very balanced and peaceful. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, it's only been a week. Yeah, well, I've been working at it every day. And eventually, I think it will stop feeling like work. I'll just feel at peace. Now, I can't lie to you. Of course, I will get angry again. But I guess it's how I choose to deal with that anger that would really define what happens moving forward. I just want to be a humble guy that finds love and makes the best out of his life. I want to feel happy with what life is and accepting of the things that maybe I wish were different. I know that I can't change them, but I can change what happens moving forward. I'm letting the universe handle what's next for me. And I'm accepting of every outcome that may be put my way. I'm ready to face it head on. But I'll tell you, I could not do it alone. I needed that healer. I needed my friend. And I'm going to need you guys. We're a community. Vent pack, the meaning of it is venting to a community of people that have your back. A pack. That's the mantra that I set up for this podcast. And it means a lot to me. Because for a long time, not only did I not feel like I had a community, I felt like I had nobody. I felt alone, afraid, engulfed in my fears and my anger and no one to talk to about it. And of course, I recommend that everyone get a therapist. I, um, I didn't have that. But I'm so grateful that I have all of you. And I encourage any of you of, out there who are wanting to better themselves and become a better person 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. To go out and use that energy and find what's important to you. I encourage all of you out there who may be single fathers who are put in a position where you feel alone to join my Facebook group that I started for you guys. The single father group on Facebook. I encourage all of you who feel like you know a friend who needs to hear this to give them the words of affirmation that they need and to share this podcast with them. Because this podcast is more than just parenting. It's, it's about relationships. It's about love. It's about mental health. It's about finding myself as a person. I'm a young man, a single father, and I'm just trying to figure it out. But we can't do it alone. We need each other. I need my pack. I need you guys. Now I'm here for you. Thank you for being a part of my pack. So guys, if you're in a cage, listen for mercy. So um, once again, guys, thank you for being a supporter of the podcast. Be sure to please review like subscribe and share this podcast it really does help um i recently had a really cool update i my podcast is on top 10 single father or parent or dad podcasts um and uh i'm i i got placed on this article and i'm really happy about it it'll be in the show notes of this podcast um i I started a uh, mailbag, which you guys can email me at hello at Email me any questions that you guys have, and I will answer them on the on the podcast, which I will do in just here in a minute. Also, um, if you guys want to vent with me, email me at hello at in the subject line, write venting. And uh, if it's appropriate, we will vent with each other on the show. And we can talk about, again, relationships, parenting, mental health. We'll just have a nice eventing session together. So if you guys want to be featured on the podcast, um, make sure you do those things and stay connected. Please visit ventpack.org for, to keep up to date with news and updates and show notes. Um, yeah, be like and subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, again, check out the Single Father Shop. We have some really cool merch there for you guys. And if there's any topics that you guys want me to discuss on later podcasts, let me know. I'll be very open and receptive to just hearing from you guys because, again, I can't do it alone. I need my pack. 
So thank you very much, guys. And please, please, please um, share this podcast with your friends and, um, you know, uh, make it something where if people need to hear it, share it with them. Um, so I'm going to start the segment of mailbag and answer some questions from you, my pack and see what you guys, uh, want to talk about. All right. So this one is from anonymous. Is there any progress on you and your child's mother's relationship? Um, unfortunately there is no progress. Um, you know, hypothetically, I know that she's heard the podcast and, um, uh, you know, all I can say is I'm hopeful about the future. My daughter deserves the best from her parents and I'm committed on doing everything I can. I'm making that a reality. Uh, the next one is from anonymous. What are you doing to find love these days? Well, I'm on a few dating apps. Um, I think I'm, well, actually, I'm just, I'm just on Bumble and Tinder. Um, you know, it's hard because I don't really go out that much, so I don't get to socialize um, as much as I'd like to, and I feel like, I feel like dating apps are a weird way to communicate with people. I speak about this all the time, but I don't really have time to swipe all day, you know what I mean? So, um... You know, that's one of the things I'm kind of just letting the universe find for me. I'm putting one step in front of the other, but I'm hoping the path to love will be presented to me and I will not walk, but I'll run that way. So, <laughs> uh, the next one is from Anonymous. Your stories have really helped me and me being a single father. I've had some troubles of my own with co-parenting. And I'm really happy that I'm not alone and there's someone out there who can help me and guide me and win what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, you know, it's, it's hard for me to be vulnerable on my podcast and give you guys a deep insight um, into my life, but that's kind of the point is to kind of give you guys an insight of what would be kind of my journal, you know, and share that with you guys. So uh, if it helped you, then that's all I can really ask for. Um, next one's from Anonymous. I looked at your website and I saw that coming soon, there was an app in development. Can you give us an update about that? Uh, well, the app is kind of where this podcast originally started from. I had this idea for a mental health app. And if you guys want more details on that, please visit vempack.org and it'll be in uh, the resource tab um, and coming soon. Um, but apps cost a lot of money. And if you guys want to support it in any way, I have a little promo video there on kind of my concept of what it would be. But it's basically a... Uh, um, a mental health app for you guys. And um, I can't give too much details away because I've seen a various amount of apps that have come into fruition that are kind of similar and I want to be unique and different. Um, but I promise you it's a very, well, unique and different idea 
for you guys that has to do with mental health specifically, not just single fathers, but mental health. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know if I really answered your question, but I, I hope somehow I did. All right. Next is from anonymous. Would you ever consider a co-host? Uh, I tried briefly. And the thing is I manage so much of my podcast right now. Like I pretty much do. I handle every single aspect of the podcast where I feel, yeah, I would love a, a, a co-host, but I'm just not in the place to do so right now. And I'd have to really think about what that would look like because it's my show. You know, it's the single father podcast, not the single fathers. Um, there's a great podcast that does that. I think it's called the single dads podcast. So, you know, I think to stay unique and different, um, it's going to just have to remain me as the captain of the ship. So, um, you know, I would love to continue to have guests on the show, but as far as, you know, a co-host, I don't think it would really work out, but there will be guests on the show. Um, a few friends of mine that are, are coming on and will talk about mental health and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've mostly been really just focused on, um, you know, branding and, um, creating solo episodes. So when the time comes, um, you'll see a lot more guests on here, but uh, as far as co-hosting, uh, probably not. All right. Uh, another one from anonymous. Would you ever do a video stream? Uh, yes, I plan on it, but that's also just not in the cards as of right now. I'm slowly but surely getting ready for that and it will happen, but it will come at a later time. Um, my house, it's just, it's not set up to do that right now, but I will do video podcasts, uh, just later, like phase two, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, they will come. I'm not sure when I don't have an ETA, but yes, I do plan on doing them just not right now. All right. Uh, I'll do one more. Excuse me. Anonymous. Any horrible dating stories? Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I don't know if I really have a horrible dating stories. Um, I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even really go on a date unless I know like I'm going to have a good time. Um, unless I'm vibing, but, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, on top of my head, I can't really think of like a juicy, horrible dating story. I don't know. Actually, I do remember. Um, I have one. I was in Mexico one time and my friend's going to laugh and tell me to cut it out, but I won't, but <laughs> I was in Mexico and I meet this girl there and, uh, we hit it off, blah, blah, blah. Um, we connect and, um, and that was great. I come back to the U S after spring break and I'm in the hot tub right? In my apartment complex. And I haven't talked to that girl in a while. She didn't, she hasn't responded to me. And I'm like, ah, whatever it is, what it is. Right. So I'm in the hot tub and it's really late. And out comes my friend that I went to Mexico with. Right. And then trolling behind him 
is the same girl that I was speaking to. They both get in the hot tub. It's silent. It's awkward. And uh, he looks right at me and says, well, and just kind of shakes, shrugs and shakes his head. <laughs> and I laugh and I get out and I say, have a good night, guys. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily mad, but it, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that was probably the most uncomfortable. It wasn't a, that's not a really dating story, but uh, that's, that's a pretty crazy one that I, I hold in my head a lot of the time. Well, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for venting with me. I appreciate the support and the love that you guys show me. Um, I read a lot of the personal messages that you guys email me. And although I pick and choose a few to read on the show, I want to let you know that I read all of them. And thank you very much. It means the world to me. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, share. And uh, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We're gonna be alright Even on the land Cause our love is once in a lifetime As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.